This month was originally designated by the U.S. House of Representatives in 2008 to honor the legacy of prolific author, teacher, and advocate B.B. Moore Campbell. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color, BIPOC, Mental Health Awareness Month serves as an opportunity for us all to raise awareness of the unique mental health needs of people of color. What happens at the intersection of mental health and one's experience as a member of the BIPOC community? While the experience of being BIPOC in America varies tremendously, there are shared cultural factors that play a role in helping define mental health and supporting well-being, resiliency and healing. Part of this shared cultural experience, family connections, values, expression through spirituality or music, reliance on community and religious networks, are enriching and can be great sources of strength and support. However, another part of this shared experience is facing racism, discrimination and inequity that can significantly affect a person's mental health. Being treated or perceived as less than because of the color of your skin can be stressful and even traumatizing. Additionally, members of the BIPOC community face structural challenges accessing the care and treatment they need. According to the Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health, BIPOC adults in the U.S. are more likely than white adults to report persistent symptoms of emotional distress, such as sadness, hopelessness and feeling like everything is an effort. BIPOC adults living below the poverty line are more than twice as likely to report serious psychological distress than those with more financial security. Despite the needs, only one in three BIPOC adults who need mental health care receive it. According to the American Psychiatric Association's Mental Health Facts for African Americans Guide, they are also less likely to receive guideline-consistent care, less frequently included in research, more likely to use emergency rooms or primary care, rather than mental health specialists, barriers to mental health care, socioeconomic disparities. Socioeconomic factors can make treatment options less available. In 2018, 11.5% of BIPOC adults in the U.S. had no form of health insurance. The BIPOC community, like other communities of color, are more likely to experience socioeconomic disparities such as exclusion from health, educational, social and economic resources. These disparities may contribute to worse mental health outcomes. Stigma Negative attitudes and beliefs towards people who live with mental health conditions is pervasive within the U.S. and can be particularly strong within the BIPOC community. One study showed that 63% of BIPOC people believe that a mental health condition is a sign of personal weakness. As a result, people may experience shame about having a mental illness and worry that they may be discriminated against due to their condition. For many in the BIPOC community, it can be incredibly challenging to discuss the topic of mental health due to this concern about how they may be perceived by others. This fear could prevent people from seeking mental health care when they really need it. Additionally, Many people choose to seek support from their faith community rather than seeking a medical diagnosis. In many BIPOC communities in the U.S., the church, mosque or other faith institution can play a central role as a meeting place and source of strength. Faith and spirituality can help in the recovery process and be an important part of a treatment plan. For example, spiritual leaders and faith communities can provide support and reduce isolation. However, they should not be the only option for people whose daily functioning is impaired by mental health symptoms. Provider bias and inequality of care. BIPOC people have historically been negatively affected by prejudice and discrimination in the healthcare system in the U.S. And, unfortunately, many BIPOC people still have these negative experiences when they attempt to seek treatment. Provider bias, both conscious and unconscious, and a lack of cultural competency can result in misdiagnosis and inadequate treatment. This ultimately can lead to mistrust of mental health professionals and create a barrier for many to engage in treatment. 
BIPOC people may also be more likely to identify and describe physical symptoms related to mental health problems. For example, they may describe bodily aches and pains when talking about depression. A healthcare provider who is not culturally competent might not recognize these as symptoms of a mental health condition. Additionally, BIPOC men are more likely to receive a misdiagnosis of schizophrenia when expressing symptoms related to mood disorders or PTSD. How to seek culturally competent care. When a person is experiencing challenges with their mental health, it is essential for them to receive quality care as soon as the symptoms are recognized. It is equally important that the care they receive is provided by culturally competent healthcare professionals. While we recommend seeking help from a mental health professional, a primary care professional is also a great place to start. A primary care professional might be able to provide an initial mental health assessment and referral to a mental health professional if needed. Community and faith organizations may also have a list of available mental health providers in your area. When meeting with a provider, it can be helpful to ask questions to get a sense of their level of cultural awareness. Providers expect and welcome questions from their patients or clients, since this helps them better understand what is important in their treatment. Here are some sample questions. Have you treated other BIPOC people or received training in cultural competence for BIPOC mental health? If not, how do you plan to provide me with culturally sensitive, patient-centered care? How do you see our cultural backgrounds influencing our communication and my treatment? Do you use a different approach in your treatment when working with patients from different cultural backgrounds? What is your current understanding of differences in health outcomes for BIPOC patients? Whether you seek help from a primary care professional or a mental health professional, you should finish your sessions with a healthcare professional feeling heard and respected. You may want to ask yourself, did my provider communicate effectively with me? Is my provider willing to integrate my beliefs, practices, identity and cultural background into my treatment plan? Did I feel like I was treated with respect and dignity? Do I feel like my provider understands and relates well with me? The relationship and communication between a person and their mental health provider is a key aspect of treatment. It's very important for a person to feel that their identity is understood by their provider in order to receive the best possible support and care. More information. If finances are preventing you from finding help, contact a local health or mental health clinic or your local government to see what services you qualify for. You can find contact information online at findtreatment.sa.gov or by calling the National Treatment Referral Helpline at 800-662-HELP, 4357. In collaboration and permission of the Trevor Project we share some thoughts. This BIPOC Mental Health Awareness Month, the Trevor Project collaborated with several individuals who are LGBTQ people of color to offer advice to youth on how to navigate the intersections of their identities and protect their mental health. HRC Foundation and the University of Connecticut released the largest of its kind survey ever of more than 12,000 LGBTQ teenagers across the nation, revealing in distressing detail the persistent challenges so many of them face going about their daily lives at home, at school and in their communities. LGBTQ youth of color and transgender teenagers experience unique challenges and elevated stress, only 11% of youth of color surveyed believe their racial or ethnic group is regarded positively in the U.S and over 50% of trans and gender-expansive youth said they can never use school restrooms that align with their gender identity. More than 70% report feelings of worthlessness and hopelessness in the past week. Only 26% say they always feel safe in their school classrooms, and just 5% say all of their teachers and school staff are supportive of LGBTQ people. 67% report that they've heard family members make negative comments about LGBTQ people. But there is help in the thoughts of others. Healing begins with you, and it is quite a journey as well, but it is worth it.
you are worthy of so much. Always remember that. I have learned that I do not need to find an exact mirror of myself in order to be valid or to find kinship and community. I can find resonance within myself, and I can find pieces of myself within others. There is space for who you are and who you identify as. And that space that you probably know and want to explore is exactly where you will begin to flourish. Being honest with who you are and how you feel is a big step into being confident in who you are and how you feel. I wish someone told me that it's okay to not be perfect all the time. I wish someone would have said to me, go live your life unapologetically. You matter. I believe that while life-saving organizations like the Trevor Project fill gaps in mental health infrastructure, we can all do our part to destigmatize mental health conversations in our own context. In Alamogordo there are options for help. Crisis and access line call for support and resources 1855 in crisis, 662-7474, toll free 24-7365. New Mexico Department of Health Doe. Address, 1207 8th Street Alamogordo, New Mexico 88310 phone, 575-437-9340 fax, 575-434-6629. Alamogordo Mental Health Associates Middle. Mental Health Service 2474 Indian Wells Road A Middle. 575 682 5270. PMS Alamogordo Family Health Center, Behavioral Health Mental Health Clinic 1900 East 10th Street Middle. 575 437 7404. The Counseling Center Incorporated Middle. Mental Health Service 50124 ST Middle. 575 488 2500. There is no shame in mental health assistance. If you are depressed or at risk seek help. Sourced, The Trevor Project, Department of Public Health New Mexico, Otero County Department of Public Health, National Institute of Mental Health, Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health. Stay connected. Subscribe to free email updates from Second Life Media Alamogordo. Sign up.